Um, we are just praying into the month of March, but in February, when we did, we had some series of testimonies, and uh, we want to pick just one of them. Uh, so our dear sister will just lead us to pick one of the testimonies. We just uh, listen to it. Maybe it will encourage someone, and then we will pray. This March, most of us will walk and march in uncommon blessings. So let us receive our dear sister. Um, Judith, I don't know whether you are ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for the testimony to share with us? Kafui, are you ready? Otherwise, we can continue, then we make it tomorrow. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready, please, Papa. All right, all right. So let's hear. Yes, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God is good. All the time. And all the time. The Lord God is good. Is good. Okay. So this is a testimony from one of us. She says that our God is faithful all the time. During our three-day midnight program, prophets revealed to us that he could see two white people talking, taking a decision in favor of someone on the line. I claimed it because the following week, that was 9th February, 2022, I was going to go for a university interview. Through the midnight program, I was praying for the will of God concerning my dream university. And God being so good, I have gotten an offer to start coming September, God willing. Hallelujah. Wow, powerful. That's a very powerful testimony. May somebody be infected with this testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. May somebody under the sound of my voice be infected with this testimony. Amen. Let suddenly Amen. God bring favor all around you. Amen. May you march 
into uncommon favor this match. As we prepare to listen to the word of God and to pray, may God call somebody under the sound of my voice to walk in perpetual favor in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare over you that by virtue of your connection to this testimony, may your house be favored. May your household be favored. May your wife be favored. May husbands be favored. May your spouses be favored. May your children be favored. In the name of Jesus, somebody get ready. Because this month of March, you are marching in uncommon favor. Amen. You are marching in uncommon blessings. Amen. This month will be another month, a new month altogether, with new beginnings all around you. Somebody shout amen. amen. And somebody type and shout amen wherever you are. Amen. This month is your month. I want you to position yourself. As we begin to, I mean, today we said we are fasting. In case you didn't fast, tomorrow, make sure you fast. Try to join the fast. And on and, and, and the 3rd of March, try to join. We are fasting and praying into the month of March. Every month, we do this thing, first to 3rd of every month. And our agenda is that may the God who created days and moments, may he take charge over the man. Anything mm -hmm. evil in the man, we plead the mercies of God, that God mm -hmm. will cause you and I to escape it. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, we pray that the spirit of exemption, the grace of exemption will come upon everyone, that whatever should have cost us our lives, may we be exempted in the name of Jesus. And that every good thing in this month of March, every blessing in this month of March, may you enjoy it, you and your family, in the name of Jesus. Somebody Amen. 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 We want you to just listen to a word exhortation and then we'll begin to pray right now. I, I felt strongly that the Lord is ministering to us this month of March about the subject of faith. Hallelujah. About the mm. subject of faith. And so the Lord put on my heart to share with you what we have entitled Faith for the Supernatural. Faith for the supernatural. This month, God wants you and I to stretch our faith. So you need to stretch. Tell somebody, stretch your faith. Stretch, stretch oh, somebody, faith. tell somebody, stretch your faith. Stretch your faith. It is the month, this month, if only some people can stretch their faith, they will see uncommon results. If only mm -hmm. some people under the sound of my voice can stretch mm -hmm. their faith just a little. They will experience God as never before, Amen. and they will encounter the supernatural as never before. That Amen. is what God spoke to me. So tonight, I want to just exhort you, uh, this meetings, we are going to hear the word of God. So don't be tired, don't be sleepy, don't, don't get tired. I will share the word of God with you. After that, we'll zoom into prayer, and we'll see what the Lord will do. So I just want you to follow me carefully as I try, make an attempt to share with you something that will um, um, encourage you to move and walk in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible said that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Bible said that now faith is the evidence of things not seen. The evidence mm. of things that we have not seen. Hebrews chapter, Hebrews. chapter number 11. Verse number one. 
the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11, verse number 1. Are we there? I like the NIV. Powerful. The Bible said, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. My God. Verse 6, I want to jump to verse 6. He said, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone that comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. I repeat, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone that comes to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards. Or the King James says that, and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. Amen and amen. amen. You see, in, in, uh, in, uh, in the Christian, in the Christian kingdom or in our kingdom, there is there are two, two great um, realms that exist. We have the realm of the natural and we have the realm of the supernatural. Now, I want you to understand that faith is a very important commodity in our kingdom. For anyone that wants to make any form of impact or have any form of testimony, you will understand that you cannot do it without faith. You need to understand that faith, you see, you can, you can speak about faith. It doesn't mean you have faith. Preaching about faith right now does not mean that I am a man of faith. So faith is something that nobody can take for you. You cannot have, you see, somebody can pray for you, but somebody cannot have faith for you. I don't know whether you are getting me. Somebody can pray for you. Somebody can intercede for you, but you cannot have faith for somebody just like that. Faith is such a way that you must have it. Everybody must have it. And in fact, Everybody has a certain measure of faith, but you see, you, your faith must grow. Although I can intercede for you, but you, you, you ask for faith, everybody has it already. So you are supposed to make sure that you grow your faith up. Now, there is something we call the supernatural. The supernatural is the realm where a man is able to make possible what is naturally impossible. When that realm is engaged, we call that realm the supernatural dimension. The supernatural is the realm of God. 
It is the place where God dwells. God is the God of the supernatural. And, and, and that is where the, it is the abode of God. God stays in the supernatural. God abides in the supernatural. God resides in the supernatural. The supernatural is the lifestyle of God. The supernatural is the identity of God. The supernatural is where God stays. And everything about God is the supernatural. And in the supernatural, there is nothing like impossibility. In the supernatural, it is the realm of possibility where what is naturally impossible is made or rendered possible because it is in the realm of the supernatural. And people of God, I have come to announce to you that the month of March is our month of the supernatural. Everybody under the sound of my voice, beginning from now, God is announcing to you tonight that you get ready and prepare yourself to embrace the realm of the supernatural because suddenly one way or the other, one of these days, what is naturally impossible, God is going to make it possible by reason of the supernatural. Am I talking to somebody here? There is a woman under the sound of my voice who you have gone through a certain situation for a long time and it looks as if things are not possible. But that's yet the Lord, by reason of the supernatural, things that are naturally impossible are about to become possible in your life. Am I talking to somebody? There is a man under the sound of my voice. Everything around you is falling apart. But because things are falling apart, it looks as if that there is no solution or hope. But that's saying the Lord, by reason of the supernatural, the hopeless situations are becoming hopeful. The disappointment are becoming appointments. I declare over your life, somebody under the sound of my voice, welcome to the month of the supernatural. Welcome to the month of the supernatural. Because one of these days, the week, the first week, the second week, the third week, and the fourth week of March, it are they are weeks of the supernatural. Every day of the week is a day of the supernatural. Every hour of the day is a day, is an hour of the supernatural. Every minute of the hour is a minute of the supernatural. Every second of the minute is a second of the supernatural. Am I talking to somebody? Am I speaking to somebody? It is the week and the month and the day and the hour and the month of the supernatural. And I came here with a message from Elohim that somebody under the sound of my voice just get ready because you are about to embrace the supernatural. Things that your might have not been able to do. Things that your strength have not accomplished. Things that your ability failed to do. I see the supernatural invading your territory and I see the supernatural bringing results where there were no results. Somebody shout the supernatural. You see, the supernatural is when the higher law, the higher law overcomes the natural law and living proofs that it did. Let me repeat. The supernatural is when the higher law overcomes the lower law or the natural law and it leaves proofs that indeed it did overcome it. So whenever the higher law 
comes into contact with the natural law, there is always one of the laws that will overcome, which is the higher law. The higher law is the law of the spirit of life. And it was it, this law will always overcome the lower law, which is the law of sin and death. Anytime the law of sin and death comes into contact with the higher law, which is the law of the spirit and of life, there is always one of the laws that will overcome the other. And that law is what we call the supernatural law. It is the higher law that will always overcome the lower law. And anytime this engagement happens, what happens is that the natural law is automatically swallowed by the higher law. And this is what happened when many years ago, the sticks and the and the, and the, and the rods of the Egyptians were of Pharaoh were put before Moses and his entourage. And Bible says when Moses also put down his rod, the rod of Moses swallowed up the rod of the Egyptians and the magicians. Why? Because the higher law was operating. Anytime the higher law is at work, something natural will be swallowed up. Anytime the higher law is at work, something lower will be swallowed up. Anytime the higher law is at work. There is a certain law and protocol that will be broken because the higher law has been engaged. People of God, there are rules of engagement when it comes to the supernatural. There are laws that govern everything in life. Everything under the sound of my voice and everything under the sun is governed by law and principles. The earth rotates by principle. The earth revolves by, by principle. When you throw the, the gravity Gravitational forces work by principle. People of God, everything works by law and by principle. If you want to fly an aeroplane, you need to understand the law and the principles of aerodynamics and understand the law and the principles of flying an aeroplane. In the same way, when it comes to the supernatural or our kingdom, there are laws and rules and principles which govern the operation of the supernatural. And one of the laws is that for you to operate the supernatural, you need to have a certain understanding that there is a law that must work. And this law that must work is what we call the higher law. Anytime the higher law comes into contact with the lower law or the natural law, there is something that will always overcome that natural law. And this is what we call the law of the spirit of life. Anytime this law is engaged, something death, something that is dying will be taken over, will be swallowed. And tonight, I don't know what kind of law has been operating all these years, even in the month of January. Maybe there was a law that was operating. Maybe it was the law of disappointment, the law of lack, the law of shame and disgrace. Maybe when we enter February, you thought that somewhere, somehow, things will be better, but you saw another law that was working. The other day, Paul said that when I looked at myself, the things I want to do, I am not able to do them. And the things I don't want to do, they are the very things that I am doing. Then he said, yeah, nevertheless, it is not I, but there is a law that is working in me, and it is producing sin in me, and this law is what is causing me to do the things I do not want to do, and to do them, to do the things that I do not want to do, and these things are the things that are caused by the law. And Bible said, when Paul saw this, he decided to engage a higher law by looking for the man Jesus, because Jesus is the author of the spirit of life. And when he engaged Jesus, there was deliverance for the apostle. People of God, I came to announce 
broadcast to somebody tonight that by reason of the higher law, any law which has been in oppression, which stopped you in the month of January, which arrested your blessings in February, as we enter a new month of March, I decree and declare, may the higher law release your miracle. May the higher law release your breakthrough. May the higher law release your testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody shout the higher law. Somebody shout the higher law. This evening, I see the higher law entering that bedroom. I see the higher law entering that office. I see the higher law operating in that car. I see the higher law working in your body. In the sickness that has afflicted you, I see the higher law uprooting that sickness, uprooting that disease. I see the higher law bringing healing to your body. Somebody shout the higher law. The higher law is the law of the supernatural. And everybody who is a child of God, you need to understand that for you to qualify for the supernatural this month, you must be born again. Yeah, John chapter 3, verse 1 to 6 and to verse 8. Uh, Jesus said, uh, Nicodemus went to Jesus and said, how can a man be born again? As Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said, how can a man be born again when he has grown old? Will he enter the womb of the mother again so that he will be born again? Then Jesus said, no. Unless a man be born again of water and of the spirit before he can see the kingdom. You see, and these things, when I went back to verse 1, I was surprised what I saw. Can you give us John chapter 1 verse 1? I was surprised because the answer Jesus gave was in response to a question. Jesus was not just preaching, but he was giving an answer to a question. Or he was giving a response to a statement. Now look at the statement. Because if Jesus is giving a response, we need to go back to look at the statement Jesus said, Unless a man be born again, what was the question or what was the statement which warranted Jesus to declare this statement? John chapter 1, verse 1. Am I saying John? No, John chapter 3, sorry. John chapter 3, verse number 1. Jesus, somebody, Nicodemus had said something. Look at what the guy said. 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 Where's my Bible? Where's my Bible? Where's my Bible? He said, now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus. <laughs> I was shocked that I've been reading this thing and I had never seen this. He said that Nicodemus was a member of the Jewish ruling council. And he came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. And this is the big one. For no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. So when the guy came to Jesus, his, the first announcement he made was that we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. We know. For no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. You see, let me even digress to say that this month of March, what would differentiate 
the rabbi from other rabbis is the God who is with you. Jesus was a rabbi. There were other rabbis. But looking at Jesus, they saw that Jesus was doing some signs, performing signs and wonders. And they saw that this kind of signs and wonders, other rabbis were not doing them. Other rabbis were just teaching but they were not performing signs. But for Rabbi Jesus, he was not just a rabbi, he was a teacher and a performer of signs. And the guy called Nicodemus began to attribute the working of signs to the fact that it was a mighty God, the higher law, the supernatural, who was with him. People of God, I came to announce to somebody under the sound of my voice that in the month of March, you are going to perform signs and wonders because of the God who is being with you. God is going to be with you and you're going to perform miracles. Now, let me come back to say this. Let me come back. So when the man told Jesus that you are performing signs and nobody will be doing this if God were not with him, this was the response. The response is that, verse 3, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. I mean, if you compare these two statements, it looks like, you see, Bible says Jesus replied. Other versions say Jesus responded. So it means that he was responding to the statement of Nicodemus. Nicodemus is saying that you are a teacher and nobody can perform the signs you are doing if God is not with you. And Jesus responded that, yes, very truly, I tell you. In other words, even more than that, truly in reality, this is the reality that nobody can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. In other words, Jesus was trying to say that for you to do signs and wonders, for you to be a product of miracles, signs and wonders, you must be born again. That is all he's trying to say. That if you will perform signs and wonders and be a miracle worker and become a, a product of signs and testimony, then it is, it is very simple. You need to be born again. In other words, being born again qualifies you for the supernatural. Being born again alone is enough for you to operate under the supernatural. And so tonight, I don't know how many of us here are born again. The Bible said that if a man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Behold, all things are gone and all things have become new. I declare over somebody that because you are born again, something supernatural is about to shift in your life. Amen. The believers should shout amen in the My God, my God, my God. Huh. He that is born of the flesh is flesh. And he that is born of the spirit is spirit. When we are saying that you are born again, it's not just about accepting Christ. That is just the beginning. But when we say you are born again, it means that before you were born of your father and mother, but now you have been born of the spirit because he that is born of the flesh is flesh and he that is born of the spirit is spirit. That's why Jesus said it, John chapter 3 verse 6. He said that in verse 6 that he that is born of the flesh is flesh and he that is born of the spirit is spirit. The flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. Look at the spirit. The spirit is his capital and spirit. 
gives birth to small letter spirit. It means that you, under the sound of my voice, you have not been born by a human being. When you become born again, it is a spirit, a might, the supernatural has given birth to you. So by, by default, every born again Christian is already a supernatural person. You are a supernatural. Every child of God is supernatural. You, you, are, you, you don't pray to become supernatural. You don't pray to become supernatural. By nature, you are supernatural. And because you are supernatural, everything around you is supernatural. Yeah. Have you seen a goat who has human legs? Every goat has goat legs. Every human being you see has human legs and human eyes. Have you seen a human being who has eagle eyes? Have you seen a human being who has eagle claws? like legs and nails. Have you seen a human being who has tails? When it happens like that, then it's something abnormal. Because if whatever you are, you give birth to your kind. Yeah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. So nobody gives birth to something else. Because you have been born of the supernatural, everything around you is supernatural. Your yeah. eyes are supernatural. Yeah. Your nose is supernatural. Yeah. Your body is supernatural. Yeah. In the same way, your business must be supernatural. Yeah. Your, your, your children are supernatural. Yeah. Why? Because you were born of the supernatural one. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, sir. So this month, God wants you to walk in faith. But you see, the supernatural is such a way that you, you, you don't just wish it and it comes. It is not magic. The supernatural is not magic. You don't just do magic and it comes. Because you are already a supernatural person, you must learn how, you must know what to do to operate in that realm. Let me say this again. Maybe you didn't get me. You see, no matter how friendly you are, you cannot force a fish to swim and to, to fly. You, no matter how friendly you are, you cannot force a fish to fly. No matter how friendly you are, you cannot force an eagle to swim in the sea. Because by nature, by nature, they are ordained to do what they do. They know how to apply the principle of flight and the principle of swimming. They know it by nature. So in the same way, everyone here, because you are a child of the supernatural, yes. by nature, you must know what to do to operate in that realm. Yes. You see, you don't struggle to operate in the supernatural because you are a child of the supernatural. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about this more, but I want you to get the foundation because if you miss this, you miss everything. I want you to understand that because you are a child of the supernatural, you cannot struggle to operate in the supernatural. It is an error for you to see a fish flying in the air. It is an error for you to see a bear like an eagle swimming in the middle of the sea. It is an error. It is the same way it is an error for you to see a child of God, born of the spirit, born of the supernatural, who is struggling to operate in the supernatural. It is an error. Everything around you must respond to the supernatural. And the supernatural, I've told you, is the higher law which comes.
comes into contact with the natural law and breaks the protocol of the natural so that it will give way and it leaves evidences, it leaves proofs that indeed it has broken the law of the natural. That is what we call the supernatural. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody here? So this evening, I want you to have in mind that I am a child of the supernatural. I want you to say, I am a child of the supernatural. I am born of the supernatural. I refuse to strike out. Everything around me is supernatural. My workplace is supernatural. My office is supernatural. My business is supernatural. My children are supernatural. I am a child of the supernatural. In the name of Jesus. Because of that, you are not supposed to struggle. You see, some people believe that when you become a Christian, you must struggle, you must struggle. And some people think that as you are struggling, it is spiritual. There is nothing spiritual about struggling. I'm telling you, this some of these things, it is according to your level of faith. It is according to your level of revelation in the word. But then you understand that there are things that cannot happen. Not that they are not supposed to happen. They cannot happen because you are a product of the supernatural. Let me tell you, the Bible says in verse 8 of John chapter 3 that the wind blows where it wishes, where it pleases. You hear the sound of the wind, but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it is going because of the, he said that he that is born of the spirit is like the wind. Because you cannot tell where it is coming from, where it is going. So it is with everyone that is born of the supernatural. When you are born of the supernatural, you become unpredictable. So unpredictability is a characteristic of a pro, of a child who is born of the supernatural. Unpredictability. You see, there are some of you we can predict you easily. We can predict when you wake up. You can predict when you sleep. You can predict what you say every time you are predictable. We we can predict everything. Your life should not be so predictable. Your life should not be so predictable because everyone that is born of the supernatural is unpredictable. The times when people thought that, oh, once she has woken up and we have put the juju in front of the gate, we know that every time she wakes up, she will, the first thing she will do is to open her gate and bring her right leg first. And they are going to do the juju such a way that when your right leg touches the tent, something should do you and you should fall. And, and, and for dead. But because you are unpredictable, oh and that day when you open the gate, yes. instead of your right leg, you brought forth your left leg. That is what we call unpredictability. And that is how everyone that is born of the supernatural is. When you are born of the supernatural, everything around you is unpredictable. He said that the wind blows where it pleases. You hear the sound, but you cannot tell where it's coming from. What it means is that people will hear your testimony, but they cannot tell how you made it. People will hear about your breakthrough. They will hear about the boom of your business. They will hear about your financial prosperity. They will hear about your new set of twins. They will hear about your marriage. They will hear about your ministry, but they cannot tell how you did it, how you made it, how you prospered, how you got married. At the age of 35, they cannot tell. But all they will hear is that they can hear the sound. That is how it is with the man that is born of the supernatural. You become unpredictable. You cannot be predicted. They cannot predict you. Why? Because you are always above them. He that is above all is above all. He that is born from God is above all. 
God, people of God, I come to tell you the Bible said that we have been seated with Christ Jesus in the heavenly places, far above all power, far above all might and dominion. And this kind of power is the power that was exerted in Christ when he was raised from the dead. It is called the incomparably great power, the IGP of God, the incomparably great power, which was exerted in Christ when he was raised from the dead. This power has made us become seated with Christ in the heavenly places, far above. Because we are far above, they cannot predict us because we are above them. Before they think, we are above them. Before they plan, we are above them. Before they execute, we are above them. People of God, ladies and gentlemen, I am here to announce to you that in the month of March, they say the Lord, you are going to be unpredictable. They will hear your sound. But they cannot tell where it is coming from. They will hear the sound. They cannot tell where you are going. Only with their eyes shall they see the reward. Will you see the reward of the wicked? In the name of Jesus. What eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. That is what God will do in your life. May you walk in uncommon supernatural blessings. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. We are about to launch into prayer in the next few minutes. Are, are you being blessed tonight? Are you being blessed tonight? You see, you need to understand these things, that the supernatural is for you. You cannot struggle to walk in the supernatural. You cannot struggle. So you see, when you go to places and they say, as for this place, only protocol. Remember that you have a higher law, bigger than protocol. Oh my God. Hallelujah. You go to some places, ask for this office, ask for this job. If you are, if you don't know that anybody in government, you can never get it. Ah, that is the law. That, that is the law they operate from. In the law, in the natural law, you must know somebody whom you know matters. <laughs> in the natural, whom you know in the natural matters, the connections you have matters. But when it comes to our law, the higher law, all we know and who we know is God. And that God that we know is enough because he operates with the higher law. All other laws are come into subjection. Come into subjection. We operate from the higher law. And because we operate from the higher law, even if we don't have protocol naturally, God is our protocol. Because our higher law can break the law of protocol, the law of connection, the law of whom you know, and pave a way for you where you think that you can never get away. I don't know, but somebody under the sound of my voice, there is a certain contract you have been trusting God for. It has been lying down for years, for for some time now, and you are waiting for God to release that miracle. It's as if that it has something to do with government and a certain office. This thing must come, but it has not come up to now. But that's yet the law. In the month of March, in the month of March, in the month of March, you will enjoy this miracle. Because the higher law is about to deal with the law of protocol. Somebody shout the higher law. The higher law. The higher law. The higher law. Higher law. Mm, So this month, walk in faith. Faith is the evidence. Faith is now. Faith is absolute confidence in God. This month, I want you to stretch your faith. I want you to stretch your faith. What you do not see, 
but yet you have so much hope in it. Bible says in Romans chapter 4, verse number 16. Romans chapter number 4, verse number 16. Bible talks about Abraham. And Bible said that Abraham was supposed to give birth with his wife, Sarah. They had waited and waited and waited and nothing was happening. The Bible says that Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. He believed God that God would do it. He believed God that God would do it. Even though he had not received a promise yet, but he believed God that God would do it. That God would do it. Yes. And he believed God that the promises that God was going to give him will not come through the natural law. When you read verse 13, verse 13, give us verse 13. Verse 13 says that he, he said it was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he will be the heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. It was not through the law. And this kind of law, he was talking about the natural law, the law of death and sin. He said that it was not through this law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise. The, which promise? That he will become the heir of the world. No. But this was, the promise came to the righteousness that comes by faith. My God. He said that, so if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing. <laughs> you didn't get that. He said, if, the, if those who depend on the natural law are heirs, then there's no point having faith. Because then it means that faith is nothing. And the promise is worthless. But he said that because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there's no transgression. Then when you jump to verse 16, he said that therefore the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. Am I talking to someone? So it is not by the law. The promise comes by faith. And that this much, God has many promises for his children. I see over 60 people here. There are many promises of God for your life. In this month of March, there are many promises that are about to happen. Many promises are about to blow. As I'm talking now, the Lord is ministering to me. I just saw the number seven on my eyes. And I saw something like Imura, like Hadiko vegetation. All around the number seven, it tied to the number seven. I saw that from the, the number seven was very huge in the sky. And I saw from the top down to the middle part, there was no vegetation. But getting to the damp part, I see something like crawling plants. And, and, and those parasitic plants, crawling plants had and vegetation had had. And entangled the stem of the of the number seven downwards. But as I, as I saw it, the Lord is telling me that there is a revelation of the promises of God. There is a manifestation of the promises My of God, God, which has already begun. And by the time we finish the three days, yes, it will be completely unpacked yes. and revealed to the people of God. The Lord said that in this program, in these three days, He is about to release men into their divine promises. Yes. That what the has already begun. Yes. It shall begin. It shall begin, and it will end very well. Amen. The Lord said, "I should tell somebody tonight that whatever He has begun to do, yes, He will Lord. bring it to a perfect yes. end." Amen. Because the number seven stands for perfection. He said, "Whatever He has begun to do, it will come to a perfect 
talking to somebody. And I see that in the realm of the spirit, that this month of March, many promises are hanging in the spirit. But I hear the Lord say that get ready for the promises of God by faith shall be released. By faith shall come into manifestation. This month, I want you to stretch your faith. I want you to believe in God. I want you to have faith in God. Even though you have not seen it, even though you have not received it yet, Bible said that blessed are those who have received it. Blessed are those who have not yet seen, but they have believed, they have believed that they have received whatever they have prayed for, and it shall be done for them, yes. and they shall have it. Yes. I don't know what you are trusting God to see, but I want you to believe that you have already received it, yes. and it shall be done for you. Yes. This, this month, this month is your month. This month is your miracle month. This week is your miracle week. This month, as we pray into it, things are about to change. Things are about to turn around. You are about to see God in a different way you have never seen before. I declare over your life, may uncommon doors be open. I can't be a mortal and the yes to team I can't do MPSSIA 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 I declare in this month of March every assignment from the pit of hell every projection demonic attacks any evil against you and I against our families against our spouses our children our siblings our parents we declare in the name of Jesus divine escape divine exemption divine escape supernatural escape in the name of Jesus any evil any tragedy any disaster which will attack any of us. May God deliver us. Attack in the hospital. Attack at the labor room. Attack in the kitchen. Attack on the roadside. Attack in the car. Anywhere we find ourselves, wherever this attack may come from, by the reason of our prayer, divine escape divine exemption supernatural exemption supernatural escape in the name of jesus our soul has escaped from the snare of the fowler in the name of the lord this month of march i declare in the name of the lord May good things happen. Amen. Anything good in this month, Jesus. which must locate you and I, let it come by fire. At the purple beer, is this a bad one chain? I make us say, at the end of the swerve you. I declare, may that thing not swerve you. Bible said that a good things, the righteous good things shall never depart from the house of the righteous. Bible says that I have been young, but now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous or his seed beg for bread. This month, you will not beg for bread. At the purple beer, what's up with you? May it locate you. Embra will change. Embra will fear. May the blessings of March, the blessings of March, the favor in March, the good things in March, let it come to your house. Let it come to your house. 
Jesus. Makuba hataliasas. Marondo kolobosa. May the spirit of faith be increased and multiplied over our lives. May we enjoy the supernatural. May we embrace the supernatural. May we enjoy the supernatural. Oh, those who want twins will give birth to twins. Those who want new jobs, your jobs will be released. Those who want testimonies, it is released. I declare March will be better than February. March will be better than February. Amen. It will be better than January. Amen. Your testimonies will be plenty. Amen. Plenty testimonies. Amen. Oh, plenty, plenty. Amen. Double, double. Yes. Double, double. Amen. Double, double. Amen. We speak because we are believed. Yes. Bible says, and because of the same spirit of faith, mm. we also, mm. we also, we have spoken because yes. we believe. I decree and declare that may your faith attract blessings in the name of the Lord. Come, Father, we thank you. Begin to thank God for what the Lord has done. Begin to thank God for what the Lord has done. Coming from